0: why don't we give the Lord another shout of praise tonight? He is awesome. I love it. When the spirit comes, we can feel that, right? It's like we asked for the spirit to come and he came, right? So my name is Connie. Y'all know me, right? yeah <laughs> thank you so i'm um, welcome i'm super excited to just be up here today to just share my passion and love for this topic first of all i just want to thank uh pastor d thank you so much pastor he's watching hi <laughs> we miss you <laughs> uh so today the topic is the ben the benefits of prophecy so how many of us know what prophecy is? Ah, oh, all right, there's a couple of you guys. Okay. So um, I just, I love prophecy and I love the prophetic. Uh, there's so much to it. And I think that we've just gotten a taste just right now earlier with like the worship team, just singing and just revealing the heart of God. Anthony, thank you, did such a great job, you know, doing that. And that's just like a taste of it. So, I love the prophetic, and it is my passion because the very thought of God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, will want to commune with me, which means that, that He wants to talk with me. So, I, I pray to God, and, and I'm talking, 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 but just the thought that He wants to talk back. Isn't, isn't that an amazing thought? Like, think about it, like, that we could hear God, right? and take a deep breath because i'm a little nervous right now (laughs) and if i laugh it's just because i'm nervous all right (laughs) so i might laugh a lot (laughs) all right so jesus came for relationship like that's his ultimate desire is to have relationship with us he desires to commune with us through the prophetic it's not like the way it was in the past I know that, uh, when somebody says, oh, you know, we're going to go to like a prophetic conference, they're like, oh, like, we're not going like, no, don't even invite us, you know? And there's that like group of little people who are like saying, yeah, let's go. We're going to a prophetic conference. You know, <laughs> we want to go hear God. And, and so, and it's, it really is not scary how it was before, you know, before, yes, it, it was mis- misused. And I think most of it, it was just misunderstood is what it really was. Um, so God is good he is so so good and God is he's love he's gentle and he wouldn't force the prophetic on us it's like he wouldn't force salvation on us he doesn't it's a choice you know he says like here I am and we get to make the decision if, if we accept him into our hearts and it's the same thing with friendship and relationship with him um, so today, just I just got the opportunity. Today is actually, I was supposed to start my class today in um, the conference room, and Pastor asked that, you know, if I would share with everyone. So this is just a little piece of just my heart that I wanted to share with you guys today. So are you guys okay with that? Nobody's afraid of the prophetic here? No, all right, all right. So what is, the, what is prophecy, and why is it important? You know, that's, that was always my question is like, what is it and is it even important at all and um is it even important to god and what is the whole purpose of it and should we even pursue it should we learn about it should we study it so first corinthians 14:5 says i wish you could all speak in tongues but even more i wish that you could all prophesy And so that word wish, like, kind of just stuck out to me because I'm like, well, why would you wish that we all prophesy? Like, what's so important about it? I know for me, I love it, but everybody else? Am I the only one? My only thought was that it must be really, just really, really important to God for so many reasons that are in the Bible. And if God wants all of us to prophesy, then in a sense, then we must all be prophetic we must all be prophetic and for what reason what are the benefits of the prophetic because they sure must be amazing if God wants us to prophesy prophecy is said to be a divine spoken word or divine spoken words that comes to us by revelation God's plan and heart are revealed for a person, place or situation why is it important that God would reveal his plan to us and how it could change our lives if we knew God's heart for our lives to prophecy and the benefits that it would bring to us and the people that we love, would we be open to welcome it into our lives? So that's kind of like the questions that I've just been asking about, like the prophetic is, is it for everyone? God, why, how, and what? And so I have a video that's going to play right now. It's a a video by... um, This new course that we're doing is a six-week course, and it's uh, through Sean Bolts. And this video is The Benefits of Prophecy, and it's about 10 minutes long.
1: So we're getting to understand we are prophetic, God's Spirit's in us, but we really need to look at why are we prophetic and what are the benefits of this? What are the potentials of prophecy? And I'm going to give you a list of potentials over this in the next video that should inspire you to say, I have to take this on. Like, this will change my life. This is a game changer. My possibilities change. My choices change. My options change. Even more than that, the world's options change. The world's benefits change. Let's look at some of the potentials that are scripturally based that can happen if you prophesy. Of course, we know a lot of stories, and we're going to give you a lot of these through the notes. But Things happen like you get easier routes to take. I mean, you actually can get shortcuts through prophecy. There's education advances because of prophetic words. All of a sudden, you know something or you're aware of something or educated in something that you weren't before. I love connection, the power of connection. Connections form with people, and you get favor or alliances that you wouldn't have had without a prophetic word. Scientific breakthroughs. There's science that's formed because God gives a dream or an insight. One of my favorites is kidnap victims that are found, and there's a group of friends that are up in Vacaville, and they've helped identify leads for seven different cases to help solve missing people cases. And three of those are kidnapping cases. And I think that's amazing. Like God wants to speak about these kinds of things. He's passionate about humanity and the things that we're concerned about and the things that we're offended and affected by, God's even more concerned about and cares more about what we care about than we even do. And when we understand that, Then we start to have an anticipation to say, God, what do you want to speak about? I remember sitting with a businessman in an Asian, Southeast Asian country, and I started to pray with him. And he wanted me to pray for a prophetic kind of direction for him. And I was praying really that he would hear God about some things versus just accessing a word through me because we didn't have that much relationship. So I was praying, God, would you just speak to him right now? And he all of a sudden, he was closing his eyes. He He said, you know, something just happened. And I said, what happened? And he said, I just saw a business project that I was working on a number of years ago that had fallen through because of a business partner friend that I had that actually God wants to bring back around. He wants me to put a focus on this again. And I said, okay, let's keep praying about it. And I said, what's the step you can take towards it? And he didn't tell me what it was. He didn't tell me what he was thinking about. And I said, hey, do you know anything about hospitals? And he just goes, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I was praying about. I'm supposed to start some hospitals. And these two nations, and we were going to do a whole project of starting these these clinics. There would be free clinics here that were supported by paid clinics in the richer areas. And he goes, this is amazing. Like, what did you hear? And so I started to just kind of give him a brief synopsis of what I felt or what I heard. And it wasn't even very specific. It was just the word hospitals was very specific, but the rest of it wasn't very specific. But it answered what he was asking about right then that God was already showing him. And I love how the prophetic, one of the incentives of the prophetic as it causes us to stay in our lane and be in more alignment than we would be in if we were just left to our own ideas and our own thoughts. Because even with a great education or with a great background or great influencers or great advisors, it's a different game when you put God in the equation. All of a sudden, God himself, the creator of all things, begins to advise you. The Holy Spirit, one of his names is counselor. When he lives in you, that's a prophetic operation where he counsels you about your steps you're to take. And he counsels you about transforming the world around you, not just yourself, but you engage in activities that are different. So I, I remember another time, just as far as bringing resolution to grief, that's another one of the incentives or benefits. And I was in Vacaville, California. And while I was there, I was praying the night before, and I got this number, and I didn't know what this number would be. I, I was praying into it, and I thought this might be a Social Security number. because It was a different format than a phone number or another kind of number. So I was praying into it, and I said, hey, I'm just going to take a risk of faith here. Last night I was praying and I got uh, this, the sequence of numbers. And I think it might be something for someone here. And there's probably a thousand people in the room. And so I gave the sequence of numbers and this woman raised her hand and she said, that's the social security number of my son who passed away when he was a boy. And I just really could feel the sympathy of God for her. And I said, what's this number? And I, just, I gave four digits and she just said, don't give any more. That's my social security number. And in America, you can have identity theft if people know your social security number. So she's like, "Don't tell any more of that number." And I, those are things you can't you can't easily find a dead person's Social Security, to my knowledge, and and you can't find a live person's. Those are more hidden numbers that you you keep to yourself. You keep them, you know, in your own in your own paperwork. And I remember just giving her a word, but God was resolving her heart with the issue of her son, and that her son was in heaven praying with Jesus in the cloud of witnesses, Hebrews twelve one, that he was part of heaven's prayer team for her and her family's lives, that his life meant something that still means something, and that. There's a lot of legacy that was left undone because of the calling on his life, and now their family is going to enter into more, that the bowl of prayer in heaven has been tipped over so that there was more allowance of spiritual activity and fruit in their lives than ever before. And she was able to just reconcile some areas of her heart with God and really just cried over this word that her son, who had been passed away for now a number of years, that God still cared, and not only that, that heaven is a real place where he really is at. It's not just a figurative place. It's not an imaginary place. We're not supposed to feel so disconnected from it. And in this moment, she had such a deep connection and such a resolution that there was a natural word of knowledge that came with the numbers. And there's a prophetic direction. There's a vision of him in heaven. And all this together brought about a spiritual resolution to a grieving process in our heart. It's a very natural process that had a supernatural resolution. And I want you to see this because one of the benefits of prophecy is going to be spiritual resolution to issues that are divinely undone on the earth. And we see this in third world nations. We see this over issues like healing. We see this over issues like justice. But if you can apply it in your own life and say the issues that I'm passionate about, maybe it's civil rights or maybe it's you know financial failure issues and debt. Maybe it's issues of, of health and well-being. These issues that you care about, children at risk, God cares more about. And what would happen if he spoke to you? And one of these areas, an accelerated impact through you because the God of all the universe stopped for a second in your time frame. The timeless God enters into your time frame, gives you a word that can actually resolve something in one of these areas. This is what prophecy does. There's so many biblical examples. I'm going to encourage you to read the Bible all the way through and look for times that God spoke and look for times that man spoke on behalf of God. It's just an amazing, amazing thread through the word that we're we're teaching you through the C course. But do some of your own work on this and read, because when you read these stories, you're going to say, oh, that's this. That's what that is. And it will set your faith to be someone who receives words like that. I love First Samuel 9 because it's a story, and I'm looking at it right here in the Bible. And this is the story of Saul. And Saul was called the handsomest man in Israel. This is amazing. His father was very wealthy, and he owned donkeys as one of his wealths, is that he had a lot of donkeys. And these donkeys escaped at some point or something happened to him. So Saul and the man went to beseech a prophet of God to find out if he had any insight or indicators for where these donkeys might be. So this shows you that they believed in the prophetic and they believed it could help them in very natural ways. So they go to the prophet and they ask him, you know, about the donkeys. And the prophet knew immediately why they were there. And he said, Hey, don't worry about the donkeys they are already found. So he prophesies and says, they're already found, but come back tomorrow and I want to talk to you about something. And little did Saul know in this divine opportunity, this divine appointment It wasn't about the donkeys, but God had used that as a way to get Saul into Samuel's presence. I love how God does that because God will bring a prophetic journey to us that we think we're going somewhere for one thing, but we actually go for something totally different. So Saul goes back and he gets appointed the king of Israel in that moment. How cool is God? He starts out for one thing and ends up with a prophet getting appointed to be a king. And that's one of the things a prophetic does is it helps to appoint leadership or recognize when God's appointing leadership even today. Then we have another story in the New Testament with Acts 3. And Peter and John are going into the temple. And this temple has all the beggars on the outside, a lot of them are handicapped or crippled. And they're walking past one of them. And he says, please, do you have any money? And they said, you know what? We don't have silver and gold, but we do have something. And they begin to prophesy to him, get up and walk. They make a prophetic decree. It wasn't just a gift of healing. It was actually prophesying to him to walk into his destiny that he was someone who God had put a destiny on. And it was not going to serve the destiny to be lame and crippled outside of this gate, that he was called to be healed, and they proclaimed it. And when they proclaimed it, he jumps up, he runs, he leaps, and he praises God. And so this causes such an incredible response. He's healed spiritually and his soul and physically in one moment through a prophetic decree. So how has God spoken to you through prophecy, both words you've received from others, but also your own words? We encourage you to talk to us about it. Talk to your friends about it. Engage right now, even on the social media aspect of this course. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about words that you've received and how they've changed people's opportunity, how the prophetic has moved something forward that couldn't have been moved without the prophetic. And let's encourage each other and encourage ourselves about the stories of what God's done. And I pray right now that you would even have anticipation for the benefits of the prophetic to be even more real in your life, to be more realized than ever before. And I pray that you would see the goal of God in the prophetic as you receive words for others, but also as you receive words from others, that you would see the goal of God, that you would believe and anticipate by faith that something's going to move now, something's going to happen now because of a prophetic word that was decreed. Amen.
0: Wow, isn't that amazing? Isn't the prophetic amazing? I mean, imagine operating in that. I love how he says how God reveals and solves the concerns of our heart. And I love the examples that prophecy can cause shortcuts for our lives. And I'm assuming assuming that those shortcuts make things easier for us. Because we would not know where to go and what to do, right? Educational advances. Power of connections. God connecting you with the right people to help you get ahead. Or where you need to be. And I love this one. Scientific breakthroughs. Isn't that amazing that God would like reveal that to us? Inventions, right? To be like super creative, like heavenly downloads. I think it's like the most amazing thing ever. And this one just like captured my heart with uh kinet victims. Imagine if like prophetic you know, saying we accept this prophetic gifting and we got together. And like that was a mission was let's look for people that were lost, people that were kidnapped. Like that just like it just blows my mind. Uh, so the video hit on some of the amazing benefits that prophecy offers for our lives, and I believe is just like a little taste of what the prophetic does. First Corinthians 14.1 says, "Let love be your highest goal." But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. And there's that same, like, the same verse where he's like, I really want you. It's like, there's that, like, I really want you guys to prophesy. Like, it's like, do you guys understand? Like, prophecy is so important. I want, I need you guys. Like, I felt that from, like, I need you to prophesy. It's so, so important and so uh, the next verse down 1 Corinthians fourteen three says you know and I was asking okay like why why is this so important and I feel like this verse right here just like sums it up but one who prophesies strengthens others encourages them and comforts them so I want you guys to like sit there and like just imagine like imagine in your life maybe if you're married it's your spouse or your marriage or maybe it's your children that need encouragement that need comfort maybe it's coworkers you're around people who don't know jesus or maybe it's people like at school um people that you just know that man they're down because if you look around i'm sure you're going to find a couple people who are absolutely down right but imagine that we have this gift because it's free and we don't get to earn it. We don't come to church and do all this stuff and say, "Okay, I did all this. Now can I prophesy?" That all we have to do—it's like salvation. Like we, it's a free gift. I love that that Jesus—he's like in, in the business of giving gifts. You just have to like ask for it. So imagine that you have this gift, and that your world would be changed. Imagine like your marriage, my marriage being completely changed. And my children's lives being changed, and then that just keeps going from generation to generation of a people just prophesying the heart of God. Prophecy is good. See you right? Prophecy is good, <laughs> and it is love. I like the phrase that Sean Bolts uses. I use this all the time. Prophecy starts with the heart to encourage. Anything else is not prophecy. If you ha- if you start with the heart like, I want to encourage. I want to build up. I want to edify. That right there is prophecy. Everyone can encourage, right? Even when we don't feel like it. Even when we don't want to, right? It- it's in us. So, Everyone is able to hear the voice of God, right? Raise your hand if you believe that you can hear the voice of God. Right? Raise your hand if you still don't believe that God speaks. That's all right. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so when we do have this, you know, our altar time, our ministry time, just kind of want to put this out there for like the prophetic you know here at CWC I'm still learning Okay, I feel like the more that I learn I feel like the less that I know like seriously I'm like oh my gosh like I know nothing there's so much there's so much to the heart of God so much here we're still developing this gift on how to hear clearly so when today or even like on sundays or you know other times if something, if something doesn't make sense you know especially today let us let us know because we're going to ask you as we release the word you know um does that make sense and it's okay if you tell us like no it doesn't like that that's okay because that helps us to grow because um, a lot of times we can be wrong we're, we're learning that and we're only going to know if we know that it's wrong uh, sometimes things don't make sense because it may be the, for the future or that we just missed it. And we have this class um, as a safe place to develop the gift. Okay, so uh, for example, like I would say, like uh, Pastor D, when I first came to church like, you know, 13 years ago, one of the first things that she told me was, um, yeah, I see you as a teacher. And I was like, no. I was like, you got that wrong. I was like, I don't don't, don't want to be a teacher. At one time, though, I did. Like, yeah, one time I did, but eh, that dream, it's gone. But little did I know that that prophetic word was maybe not to teach at a school, but it was going to be to teach at his house. It was something different. And it took 10 years for me to be like, oh, whoa, like, God really did give her that word. Like, he really did want want me to teach so that's amazing so don't discount everywhere just you know pray about it and and you weigh that okay prophecy i believe is the heart of god it is a divine connection with our heavenly father who here wants to be connected with god and hear god for themselves right that's like awesome yes i know i get all excited i'm like yes i want to hear god every day you know it's and the more that you hear him Oh, the more that you take time to hear him, the more that you will hear him. This is my favorite verse right here. I'm going to share it with you guys. Psalm 139, 17 to 18 says, how precious are your thoughts about me? Oh, God, I get all happy when I think about the like, oh, man, like his thoughts are precious, man. Because I just think about, like, all the bad stuff about me. But I'm like, God's thoughts are precious towards me. And you. And then this right here just, like, trips me out. They cannot be numbered. I'm like, really? Like, he has all those thoughts about me, about my husband, about my kids. And I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. I love the message. It says, your thoughts, How rare. And I it makes you think like, wow, like what are his thoughts? How beautiful. I'll never comprehend them. I couldn't even begin to count them anymore. than I can count the sand of the sea. That's so awesome, right? Okay. So you guys, who wants to hear God? I I want to see your hand. Who wants to hear God? Even right now, who wants to hear God? All it takes for for you to be like, I want to hear him. That's it. Just open up your heart. So I'm gonna have you guys close your eyes. Close your eyes. So um, we just—I just went over this, this amazing scripture. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God, that they cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand, the grains of sand. So we're gonna use our imagination to hear God, because He created it. He created our mind. He created our heart. He speaks through our thoughts. So right now I'm going to take you to just the best place ever and that's the ocean. So use your imagination and imagine yourself in the ocean. You're there at the beach and you're walking on the sand and you're getting closer to, to the ocean and you can see the waves and the waves are splashing. And you can see the sky and you can see like the, the clouds and, and you can kind of see the haze and, and the sun is just like popping out and it's just getting it's just getting lighter and lighter. And you can even feel the warmth of the sun. And just enjoying, enjoying the breeze. And that's Fresh air that just comes when you're at the beach. So I just want you to imagine yourself just walking, walking on the sand. And I want you, in your imagination, to go and with your hand just pick up a whole handful of sand. And as you pick it up, see how the sand kind of just goes through through your fingers and through your hands. And with that, I want you to grab just one grain. Just grab one grain of sand. It's going to be super tiny. There's so many of them. Just grab one. And I want you to ask God, ask Jesus, Holy Spirit, what is your precious thought towards me and let him speak to you his precious beautiful rare thought Some of you might get a word. Some of you will get a picture. Some of you, I see, might even get like a gift where God has given you a gift and you're going to open it up. I see that even on the grain of sand, there's a a love song that he's going to reveal to you. There's a love song for somebody here. God, I just thank you that you just love them. So right now with your eyes closed, I want you to just raise your hand if, you're just, if you heard God speak to you or you saw a picture. Maybe you didn't sense anything. I mean, maybe you didn't see anything, but maybe you felt his presence. You felt peace. You felt his love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that your desire is to speak to us. Because you just want to love on us. Your desire is to reveal your precious thoughts towards us. God, you're so amazing. You're so amazing. At this time, I'm going to ask um, Pastor D. Uh, uh, J. Sister Jeanette with Eliana. I have uh, Rebecca coming up. Roberto. Um, Marina. Alyssa. This right here is um, the prophetic team. We have a couple that are up here that are in training because we're a church we believe in training we're, we are a church that we believe um, about getting people equipped to be able to do this so that they could um, just release the love of God over people not only here but outside these four walls so right now at this time I'm just going to say a prayer you're going to come up if, if you like this is only if you want to come up and you're going to receive a prophetic word and they're going to just release the love of God over you. His heart towards you. His thoughts. Whatever God reveals to them. And they're just going to release that word. And then you'll come to And then they're going to ask you, does it make sense? And if it doesn't make sense, that's okay. Because remember, we're, 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 we're learning. And then you'll go to your seat while others appear, up, up here. And you're just, you're just going to pray over that word just pray over that word and just how we did right now let God speak to you I believe that as you're sitting he's going to add to those words because that's what the prophetic is that yes that we get to speak life into others but what's more important is our relationship that, that is the heart of the prophetic is our relationship with our father so father I just thank you God Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're just opening up the ears of our heart, God, to just hear the word that you have for us, God. I thank you, Lord, that you desire to speak to us. I thank you for the prophetic words, God, that are just being even downloaded right now, God, over every single person that is up here, God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, God, for the words of a life, God. I thank you for the words of encouragement and of comfort, Lord, the words that edify, Lord, the words that bring up, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. So go ahead. If you guys are ready, you guys
1: can come up.